You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. Hello and welcome. And we are going to be breaking down your happiness code. I am very excited to help share this information with you because for so many years, I did not know any of this. I didn't understand it. Nobody ever talked about it. I didn't learn it in any of the books that I was reading. So I'm very excited to share this with you and I'm hoping that it changes your life the way that it's changed mine. In your happiness code, when we are looking to unlock it, we're going to be looking at identifying your core desired feelings. And if you don't know what that means, don't worry. I'm going to explain all of it. And then you're going to be identifying your core values. I'm going to show you how happiness and the role that your values play align. You're going to learn how gratitude is all that you need to feel a lot happier every single day. And I'm going to give you ideas on how you can bring more gratitude into your life because it's not something that a lot of us have good habits around. Then I'm going to show you the power of your passions. I'm going to give you permission to make your passions alive and active in your life. I'm so excited. Let's get started. Now, first, let's look at what are your core desired feelings. The thing is, if you are goal oriented, you're an entrepreneur, you're constantly putting yourself out there in order to achieve, to win, to meet the goal. But really, you're not after that physical object. You're not after that thing. You are seeking a feeling. You are seeking the feeling that that thing, that reward gives you. And so this is when we get really into the deep part of who we are and why we do what we do. But the thing is, there is a way to tap into these core desired feelings to understand them and learn how to honor them in our life every day so that we don't have to wait until we meet that big goal, win that big prize in order to feel good about our life and feel happy and excited about life on a daily basis. I'm going to show you that honoring your deepest desires is a shortcut to feeling happier and more fulfilled. I'm going to help you to unearth those deep desires that you have that you really want that drive you to do what you do and I'm going to help you to understand how to honor those on a daily basis so that you can feel more fulfilled and I'm going to show you how honoring your feelings is not selfish. Now when we're looking at understanding your core desired feelings and what we're going to be looking for is identifying your top five core desired feelings. There's a lot of things that you want and a lot of things that drive you. We want to narrow it down to your top five. And I want you to know that when we're going through this, don't be afraid to just make some decisions to come up with your five you can shift them as needed. It's not like you're going to come up with your five core desired feelings and they have to be unchangeable the rest of your life. They can absolutely change and shift according to the season that you're in, according to how you grow and what is going on with you now. I can tell you that when I first looked at my core desired feelings, I had some wounds that I was seeking these holes in my heart to be filled up and now those desires have shifted a little bit. I also had ego and there were things that my ego was driving that I wanted and I had desires around that I no longer have desires around those things because I am not being driven by my ego any longer. So when we're looking at your core desired feelings, 
I have a list in there of questions for you to answer, but these are the type of things that help you to come up with what are those true desires in your heart. How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? I know that you don't want to feel like, ugh, another day. That is not the way that you desire to feel. So we need to get clear on how do you want to feel? Because if you don't know how you want to feel, you cannot be intentional about creating that in your life. And what are you doing when you feel alive? What makes you feel alive? Whatever it is that makes you feel alive ties into your core desired feeling somehow. So ask yourself, what are you doing when you feel most alive? And how do you want others to feel after interacting with you? We have to accept that the way that we're showing up in the world and the impact that we're having on others, it makes a difference in the way that we feel about ourselves. So how do you want others to feel after interacting with you? Because you want to be very clear about that and be in alignment with that so that you're showing up in the way that you want to show up. This is all about being authentically you. This is getting deep into your core desires of who you are and the change that you want to see in the world, the impact that you're making. And how do you want to feel when you're at work? Now you might still have a job or a career, or maybe your work is whatever you do as an entrepreneur. But I want you to get clear about how do you want to feel at work? Because even if you're doing your own thing, maybe you are not able to honor your core desires of how you want to feel. And you need to be aware of that so that you can start shifting and make decisions that will align you more with how you want to feel. For instance, if you're at work and you desire to have flexibility and choices and you feel under stress and pressure and confined, then you are not honoring your core desired feelings. What feeling do you want to have every day of your life? If you could pick one feeling that you would experience and feel every day, all day, what would that feeling be? I know that my word that has resonated with me and is part of my core desires is freedom. I want to feel free. And I sat with a coach once and she told me, if you want to feel free, freedom is free. You can feel free right now. But at the time, I didn't understand how to do that. I didn't know how to honor that feeling of freedom in my life. So now, because I know that that is a desire that I need to feel every day of my life, I try to find ways to give myself that feeling of freedom each day. For instance, I've learned that one thing that makes me feel free is to just go outside and feel the sunshine on my face, to feel the breeze on my body, to be in the present moment of being alive. I feel free when I have choices financially, so I will purposely do things to make extra money so that I have more ability to have the choices that I want financially. Does that make sense? Does that help you to break it down a little bit more? And lastly, what makes you feel accomplished? Because again, when you are seeking a goal, you are not looking for what that goal is physically providing. You are running and chasing a feeling. So get really clear on what that is. What is it 
that makes you feel accomplished? Now, this is just a couple of questions. I have more in your mentoring manual. So take some time and dig deep and allow yourself to honestly answer these questions so that you can start whittling down your five core desired feelings. And then we are going to have an opportunity and in your mentoring manual, it will help you to create a plan to start honoring these feelings in your life every single day so you don't have to wait for those big wins in life. You don't have to wait for vacation to feel good in your life today. So if you could honor your core desired feelings, what would be different in your life today if every single day you could feel that way that your feelings of how you want to feel are being honored? How does that change things? Do you think that you would show up differently? Do you think that your family would be impacted by the way that you are showing up and how full you are? What would be different in your everyday life? It is so important for you to get clear on what it is that you want so that you could create an environment that will honor what it is that you desire. So you're not left wanting and disappointed day after day. Once you decide your five core desired feelings, I want to encourage you to put those words around you and surround yourself with them as a reminder for you to honor those feelings. That now that you have awareness around how you want to feel, you can start making plans and taking action every single day to honor those feelings inside of you. You can start putting boundaries for other people in your life to honor the way that you want to feel. For instance, one of my core desired feelings is to feel supported. So it was really important for me to get clear on what does support look like for me so that I could communicate that to my husband, to my friends, to my kids. If they don't know what I need, they can't give it to me. And I don't want you to think that, well, I shouldn't have to tell somebody what I need. They should just know. No. You need to stop being a victim and you need to take responsibility for what it is that you need and you need to ask for it. People who love you and people around you want to give you what you ask for. Often we don't say what we need. We don't even know ourselves what we want. People say, what's wrong? You say nothing. And it's a lie. We need to know and understand what we need. We need to start communicating and voicing our needs. And a great way for you to start doing this is put your words around you, your core desired feelings around you, in front of you. Make a pretty little picture of it. Put it as a screensaver. Put it in your office. Whatever you need to do to keep it in front of you so you can remember to start honoring your core desired feelings. Because for so long, we have gotten really good at stuffing them deep down and not communicating our feelings and not wanting other people to know what we really want because we're so afraid of being disappointed. So it's time that we start asking for what we want, being clear about what we want, and know for ourselves what we want and how we can take steps to honor those things in ourselves. So we're not looking to the world to try to make us happy. We are creating our own happiness. I don't know how much you know about core values. In the mentoring manual, you have an opportunity to write your core values. There is a small, short 
list of core values there, some of the most common ones, but you can Google a core values list. You can go all out and whittle that down for yourself. But what you're looking for is you're trying to find 10 core values that really define what's important to you in life. Core values are like a inner guidance system that help us to have boundaries and build a life that makes us feel safe and secure and makes us happy. This is a quote from Disney that says, it's not hard to make decisions once you know what your values are. So when you're building your business and you're living your life, if you know and understand what your core desired feelings are and your core values are, then it makes it a lot easier for you to make decisions because you're going to make decisions that align with what is going to please you most. This is called leading your life rather than following it around. So this is why we want to get very clear and go through this process. This is a personal growth process that every coaching program takes you through something like this to help you to get very clear on what's important to you. Now the core desired feelings are a little bit different than our core values, but your values do provide you clarity to help you make decisions because when you are looking to make a decision, you want to make sure that they are decisions that are going to align you with what's important to you and how you want to feel. So values are developed throughout our life and they come from things like our experiences. Many times the things that we experience in life shape and mold us and make us create boundaries and values around what it is that's important to us in life, what we want and don't want in life. When we're at school, it shapes us and it helps give us experiences and mentorship in order to decide what we want. It's our first experience away from home to be influenced. And so many times in school, we can build a value of an appreciation of music. We could build a value of a good work ethic. We could build a value of teamwork. So there's different things that once we're exposed to school or education, it shapes us. It helps us to develop our values. Of course, family is a huge proponent of where our values come from. It could be negative experiences in your family that you now hold a strong value on something, or it could be very positive experiences within your family. When I was growing up, my family didn't have a lot of security. So I have a big value for security because I needed that. I desired it as a child, didn't have it. And so as an adult, I made a choice that I was going to make sure that my kids always felt secure. Media these days has a lot to do with the way that we are developing our values because what we are exposed to in media shapes what we think about life, how we view life, our perception of things. Media is definitely a big proponent of building our values. I can say that as an entrepreneur, podcast media really helped me to grow and to help me to understand the values that I want to uphold in my business. Going through coaching programs helped me to learn how to stop being egotistical and come from a heart-centered place rather than allowing my ego to lead. Of course, religion or your spiritual beliefs have a huge impact on you and your values. I personally am a Christian. I definitely have values that are very conservative because of how I've been impacted from my spiritual beliefs. Friends, 
definitely impact our value system. And we see this in our children as they make friends with different people and they start trying on different things. We are very influenced by our environment and the people around us. So of course, our friends will impact our value systems and mentors. We will seek out mentors throughout our life and it can come through friendships. It can come through school relationships, business relationships. It can come even from media these days where we are seeking out mentors. I call myself a personal growth mentor because I am committed to helping anyone who comes in my path to grow personally, to understand how they're knitted together so that they can live on purpose. So mentorship can have a very big impact on shaping our values. And I'm hoping that I can help lead you to clarifying what your values are. So I want to share with you some of the benefits of identifying and understanding your core values. Of course, this kind of goes parallel to the core desired feelings because all the same awareness that you build will also help you with knowing your core desired feelings, just like knowing your core values. Because again, they are guides to you. They are there to help you to make the right decisions. So building self-awareness around your core desired feelings and your core values helps you to understand what's going on. A lot of conflicts come from when we are not having our core values honored. And that is when the conflict comes up. So it is really good for you to know when something is in conflict with your core values. And that is from building self-awareness about what those values actually are. You can build better boundaries by knowing and understanding what it is that guides you and what's important to you. You can build boundaries about your needs. You can build boundaries in relationships. I've seen this a lot in in-law type relationships where you grew up in a different family and maybe the new family that you are part of has different value systems and it can cause a lot of conflict. If you know and understand where somebody is violating a boundary, where somebody is violating a core desire, value, or feeling, then you can build a boundary around that by communicating how they are impacting you. People are more likely to live within a boundary if they understand what it means to you. People are just being who they are and they're not always in awareness of how they're impacting you. It is your responsibility to know what you need and to be able to express and communicate that to other people. Our core values play into our career satisfaction. If you have picked a career, and hopefully you haven't if you're listening to this course, but if you've picked a career that is not honoring what you really desire and what you value, then it is going to continue to create conflict inside of you and you are not going to have peace and happiness. And I already spoke about this a little bit, relationship management in knowing your core values, you will understand when there is conflict happening, most of the time it's because they are not honoring something that you value. So you can navigate your relationships a lot better because you can communicate where you are struggling, you can align what they are doing and how it's making you feel by using your core desired feelings and your core values as reference. To determine your top 10 core values, you will want to make sure that you write them down because even though there's something that guides us 
inside and subconsciously, we want to build awareness around them. So make sure that you write them down because we are also going to be looking back to those and using them to write your mission statement so that your mission aligns with everything that's important to you. And hopefully now you understand why knowing your core desired feelings and your values will help you to lead a happier life. Because once you build self-awareness around them, you can build boundaries, you can communicate better, you can choose to honor your own needs and desires and values in your life. You don't have to wait for the perfect scenario or the perfect people around you because you can guide your life instead of following it around. Honoring your values will improve your boundaries. Absolutely, because you will know and understand when somebody is violating something you care about. It will help your relationships because you'll be able to communicate better. It's going to help your work environment because you can make choices that will honor how you want to feel and what matters to you. And it's going to give you a more overall sense of satisfaction because you are leading your life. You are empowering yourself and not waiting for other people to make you feel good. You're doing it on your own. I already said this, but better boundaries is going to help you to have less conflict because most conflicts internally and externally stem from violation of your core values. Again, you're going to understand what's going on inside of you and you're also going to understand when there's conflict outside of you when you have a strong sense of what your values are because then you're going to understand when one of your boundaries is not being upheld. This is something that is so simple, but so easily overlooked. And that is focusing on gratitude brings you happiness. And if you think about it, unhappiness is happening, which we've said earlier on in the course from Sean Acor in The Happiness Advantage. He describes unhappiness as when there is a gap between reality and what we have been expecting or hoping for. When there's a big gap, then we feel disappointed and sad and frustrated. So if you think about disappointment and frustration, the opposite of that would be gratitude. So if we choose to choose gratitude in all situations, every single day of our life, every moment of our life, how much that will impact the way that we feel. You cannot be in gratitude and feel bad. Now, I have to explain to you that I myself struggled with gratitude. So whenever there would be like gratitude challenges and you had to say every day something that you were grateful for, I had a negative mindset that I wasn't even recognizing and I struggled to find things that felt authentic to me that I was truly grateful for. I was living so far into my future and the gap of what I, where I wanted to go and what I wanted out of life and where my reality was was so great that I was feeling every single day disappointed and sad. I didn't know how to be grateful. I didn't know how to have gratitude because I felt like I'll be grateful when I get to where I want to go. I'll be grateful when life gives me what I expect. So it was really good for me to learn how to develop this sense of gratitude. There's a list of things in your mentoring manual to help you 
on how to build more gratitude in your life. But there are things like learning to be mindful is huge. Mindfulness and being very in your moment and feeling your aliveness. Being grateful for the moment of being alive. And just being grateful for every tiny little thing in your house. For everything on your body that's working properly. For everything that you've been given and what your daily life holds. How blessed you are. Taking notice of every single little thing in your life that you have to be grateful for. Instead of focusing on your lack. So here is some other examples. If you want to be happier then these are the things that you need to be doing. Here is the two different options. You have to choose a positive mindset. So on one side is the positive mindset. On the other side is the lack mindset. That gap of feeling like your reality isn't meeting your expectation. So of course, you want to have positive thoughts. We've already talked about being the director to your thoughts, taking your thoughts captive, and not allowing your negative thoughts to run around in your head and break down your self-esteem and make you feel ungrateful. So we want to make sure that we are having positive thoughts. There are biblical verses that talk about, think about all things pure and lovely, positive thoughts all the time. When you notice that you're not feeling good, when you're feeling stressed or you're feeling heavy, pay attention to what you're thinking. Be director to your thought and shift those thoughts that you're having that are likely negative or that's thoughts of lack into a positive thought. We never want to focus on lack. We live in a world where there is abundance around us, but we have to pay attention to the abundance. We have to notice it. We have to be grateful for it. So we've already talked about gratitude and how that plays into your happiness and being grateful for every little thing instead of complaining about everything. If you have a complaining attitude and I'm not judging you because I definitely have been that way. I still can be that way. We just have to refuse to complain and choose to be grateful. Of course, feelings of love, instead of being egocentric and always selfish and thinking about me, 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 loving other people more and thinking about how you can serve, how you can give, what you can do to love more every single day is going to make a big difference. Surrender. And that is about the allowing and not pushing. We've talked a little bit about that. Surrendering to what is instead of always pushing toward your agenda and what you want, what you think should have happened and surrendering to it is what it is and I'm okay with it. And allowing more good things to come into your life instead of getting into a negative energy space and putting yourself in turmoil because life isn't going your way. And then of course we have the ability to have self-control, to have control over the thoughts that we think, the things that we say, how we're responding to the situation, and we can choose to be positive with our self-control rather than choosing stress and anxiety and turmoil in our lives. So make sure you check out the mentoring manual for more ideas on gratitude and how to bring more gratitude into your life. And practicing these simple things will make you feel happier. It's not easy because you're going to be going against habits in your mind of how you naturally respond to things. But we want to build awareness around where we are being in this lack mindset. 
where we're complaining and having ego and we're choosing to be in turmoil, anxiety, and stress. That is a choice. As much as happiness is a choice. So I want to encourage you to choose a positive mindset. It will benefit you, I promise. So a secret ingredient to fulfilling your life lies in your passions. And the reason why I put this woman shopping is because I love to shop. I love the smell of the mall. I love to have something new. I enjoy any kind of shopping, garage sales, thrift stores, shopping, shopping, shopping. It is my passion. And I used to be a little bit ashamed of it because it seems so shallow. But this is the thing. I want you to identify your passions. And it doesn't matter what your passions are. Whatever makes you happy, brings you pleasure, gives you joy, it is absolutely okay for you to be enjoying that. For instance, I love shopping and all parts of shopping. I often have said and wanted to go into a career that had something to do with me being a shopper, like being a personal shopper. But then I decided I wanted to make more of an impact in life. And so I will definitely have some kind of a style piece to my branding and eventually I'll make a course about something like that. I didn't do it for a career, but I definitely do it when I need to feel good. Now I do have to tell you that I have to be a little bit careful, just like with any good thing in life is a lot of a good thing can be bad always. And so I am passionate about shopping, but sometimes I can get in trouble and spend too much money. We do have to limit ourselves. To give you another example of another way that our passions feed our soul is My husband is a Lego collector and we actually have a room in our house that he calls his office, but I would like to tell you it is a Lego room. It's amazing. He is able to display all of his Lego collection out where he can appreciate it and enjoy it. He gets so excited to go to the store and buy new Legos. He gets so excited to create new things like a master builder with his own hands. And it has been something that has really helped him to relax and renew. So our passions are very important. And even though some people might laugh and scoff at my shopping passion or my husband's Lego passion, they are what feed us. So I want you to not be ashamed of whatever it is that feeds you. It's different for everyone. Passions are where what you enjoy and what you're good at intersect. And in your mentoring manual, there is a place for you to visually see that and to be able to see where your things that you're good at and what you enjoy intersect. Passions are a very strong emotion. As you can see, just me talking about this, my voice is uplifted. I got excited talking about my passions and and my husband's too because I see how much joy that it brings him. Passions drive our actions and our decisions. So we will do a lot of things when we are passionate about something. My passion in life is to help you to grow and prosper. And I will do so much to take action and I will make decisions to align myself with helping you to do that. And our passions determine our feelings of happiness or unhappiness. What I want to propose to you is if you are feeling unhappy a lot, likely you have not allowed your passions to come into your life enough. You are not allowing those things that make you feel alive and make you excited to be a part of your life. 
you've stopped giving yourself the things that make you feel good. What I want to leave you with on this is whatever lights you up and makes you happy, do more of that. Because if you fill up, then you can pour out. And it is not selfish. Now we want to have boundaries around it, just like we don't want to spend all of our money on the things we're passionate about. Certainly we want to have balance, but we need to do more of what makes us happy. And your core desired feelings are a huge key to helping you determine what it is that makes you happy. I hope that starting today, you go through the mentoring manual, you get clear about what your core desired feelings are, what's important to you when you identify your values, what you're passionate about, and what you have to be grateful for. And you will do more of what makes you happy so that you can go and light up the world. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. 